0: Welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast, presented by basketball fan and Hoosier native Mike Gingrich, where practical, no-nonsense resourcing on social media, business marketing, and life is presented, because the adjustments made at halftime help you win the game in the second half.
1: All right, welcome everybody to the Growing Digital Divide, helping businesses that are on the outside of the leading edge. My name is Mike Gingrich, and I want to appreciate you joining us for this live cast today. This is a live cast with uh, myself and Jessica Phillips of Now Marketing Group from Ohio. Jessica, say hi.
2: Hello, everyone. How are you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right, so folks, what we want to do is spend about the next thirty minutes on this topic here, and uh, Jessica and I are going to go through some things and uh, answer some questions, talk. Then we're going to be taking some live questions as well. So feel free to use the uh, slash queue and and put questions into the blab um, notes here, and uh, we'll be watching that to, to be able to dig in. All right, yeah. so without further ado, let's uh, let's dive into this. I want to I want to start off by kind of laying a background for the topic here, and so. Obviously, we're using Blab right here. Mm-hmm. So this is a new platform that rolled out this summer. I mean, I've only started using it in late August, really. And right. uh, you now here I am in September. So uh, we're kind of on the leading edge. Some might say bleeding edge. This is what Blab is mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. And you know that's some of the technology that's changing uh, for – it's just reality, for better or for worse. I mean, that uh, things continue right. to change, and there's a lot of uh, possibilities with that. The other side of it is is that there are many businesses that are you know way behind this when when you know we say blab they think you know we're talking bad about them that they're blabbing you (laughs) know that type of thing and uh, we're working with businesses others agencies are working with businesses that are not near at the same place They're, they're at a completely different level and that's mm-hmm. what we want to talk about today, this this digital divide, because I think it's growing because of this speed. I mean, you know... It's fast. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's um, that's kind of our topic today. We want to, to dive into that and talk about it from some of our client perspectives, some of uh, the things that are going on here. Now, uh, you know, because I'll start off and I'm going to switch over to you, Jessica, there. But, sure. you know, I'm working with uh, clients that are... On a range, on a spectrum, but you know, very few of them. To, to put it, you know, in perspective here, you know how Facebook change and video became an important piece, where you could get a lot better uh, reach and more and more engagement through using short videos on Facebook. You know, so that was a uh, that was a big divide for a lot of our clients because they just did not kind of embrace uh, wanting to be on video, that video concept, you know. And so they're still kind of thinking about whether they should do that, you know, kind of the, the, a personality of the brand is a tough concept for them. So they're back at, you know, posting on their Facebook page and, uh, you know, doing some, some pieces like that. So they do have a Facebook page. And I have others that, uh, uh, you know, are still thinking about creating their Facebook page, you know, and on the ex- other side here, we're, we're using this as a live streaming, live casting possibility. So that's a little bit of, you know, where my clients are at. And uh, what about you, your experience, or do you have many with a broad breadth across that spectrum?
2: Absolutely, yes. I 100% have the same scenarios going on. I have some clients that are like, why are you posting every day on Facebook? You know, we don't need to post that much. I feel like we're being too noisy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you have to post every day. Um, and there's some that um, completely get it and they embrace technology and they get really excited about it. Um, actually, you know, Dr. Bennett I Uh, Body Works Wellness has subscribed to the side, he's one of them that kind of gets it and embraces it and knows that not every new platform that comes out is for everyone, you know, but the ones that do come out, they heed our advice and start embracing it and using it um, and using it to benefit their brand instead of waiting, you know, for the next thing to come out or wait for meetings to discuss it. And by the time they embrace it, everyone else has already moved on too involved you know now that they're using you know maybe Facebook video now we're involved to blab and you know by the time they get on blab there may be something else you know out there um but yeah I, my clients go through the same struggle on what should we do how do we embrace it and sometimes take too long to uh, wait to approve things that they really miss out and they're trying to play catch up versus where they could have been leading the pack
1: yeah okay so. and and uh, I mean blab is really leading edge as well so as we look at the people who are on blab i mean a a lot of social media marketers a lot of social media agencies and so but you're seeing that trickle effect now you're you're starting to Mm -hmm. see other uh, businesses who really use social media beginning to use it so there's i mean and we're talking four weeks some of this adoption rate Mm
2: -hmm. right yeah. I th- think the last stat, um, how many people did they say were using Blab? I mean, it was, I, I don't want to misquote it, but I want to say that they said there was like a million people that are already adopted and started using using okay. Blab. Okay. And I was like, wow, you know, it just shows you the power of just when something is great and it starts working, dive in and use it, figure it out together, you know, if you need to and see how it's going to work for your brand. But at least at least dive in and some level and try to look at the possibilities of how it could work for your brand. If your partner or your agency that you're working with is saying, Hey, this is a good idea. You need to, you need to check this out for your brand because yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. I mean, let the, let the people that are, um, you know, the technology evangelists, I guess you would say, and the people that are willing to test it out for, for them and let them know which one should work you know, for their company and take that advice.
1: Okay. Yeah, now I have to admit that I haven't used it really with uh, clients at this point in time. Mm -hmm. You know, most of my involvement has been with others like like yourself there in in the industry, in the social media marketing, digital marketing kind of realm, where it's a a learning, a collaboration, uh, some type of tool that way. Now, for yourself, though, I believe you have actually introduced it to some specific clients. And what kind of... um, uh, I don't know if you could talk about what their their industry was, but you know what were th- sure. if you can things that they ideas you had for the ways they might be able to use it.
2: Sure. So a uh, couple of clients that I've introduced it to. Introduced Blab to, and actually a couple yesterday, and even a couple this morning uh, at a training session I was doing. But um, one of them specifically, uh, he's a speaker, and he also uh, works in the wellness space. So he's been at speaking events, he's been um, listening into podcasts, he's been um, you know trying to grow his thought leadership as far as articles and interviews are concerned. So this was just a natural progression for him. I mean, as soon as he's seen the possibilities of what it could do that's all it took. Then he's already started lining up interviews. I think we did the first test one together and then from there it was like hit the ground running. Now he's uh, scheduling his, his interview with, with his network, similar to like what we're doing, we're saying, hey, we're talking with people in our space. That's what he's doing. He found his his peer group and the uh, the people in his space and started doing interviews with them and introducing his network to it, which has then, you know, increased his Twitter following. He's um, uh, booked some other speaking engagements from it and it's really helped his his brand grow.
1: Yeah. Key note there that uh, one of the unique kind of outcomes it seems like of Blab is Twitter engagement.
2: Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. He was just getting started on Twitter. I mean, literally we had like maybe four or five tweets out there. I mean, it was raw new. Um, And now, I mean, it's not huge, but I mean, he's grown, you know, 65 Twitter followers a week right now, which is, which is good for somebody just getting started that is, you know, in our smaller community.
1: So. yep yep okay all right so so in, interviewing was uh, and thought leaders within that same industry was the potential use there right okay right
2: and just get in a stage uh, to show his skill set so one that he's knowledgeable in the in the health industry you know and the wellness space and to show how he he presents himself you know and what sets him apart so he's growing as a thought leader in in that sense yep right there so think great.
1: Okay. All right. And, and, uh, and another, obviously just great tool about Blab is the ability to record them. And uh, so it has right. some, some live aspects, has the recording aspects, has the Twitter aspect, the internal chat. So there's you know, multiple features there with that's for mm-hmm. present and for the recording afterwards, the type value.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I've even seen, you know, others where you're using, you know, the screen sharing, uh, they're using it dual purpose, like you, you know, you've, Done gr- a great job with using it for your podcast, but then also for video and then a blog article. So you've been able to take one platform and create multiple pieces of content right. for yourself out of it, which is genius.
1: You know, yeah. it, it, for me, it time. just came in at, at just the right time because I, I literally knew that I wanted to do something with video and, and have that video element and, and kind right. of, I had the concept of, of trying to do my podcast, but also have a video with that. And so it just right. came at the right time and gave me an efficiency there uh, that was just yeah. valued. And, you know, and it does. It just gives me multiple types of content uh, to use with, with yeah. doing it once.
2: And you hit the nail on the head with efficiency. Like I, I know that I had interviewed you and had some technical challenges with our our Skype interview, but doing the video marketing, right? And but it was a process. It was like, okay, we have to plan the topic, we have to uh, plan the date, we have to make sure that everybody has the Skype and you know recorder on, and that can really handle all of the. Elements to it, so it was more of a process. Where I found with Blab, when you when you message someone, it's like, "Hey, you want to jump on a Blab, right? You know, session and let's let's just go for it and around this general topic and let's talk and you know, in two hours, people are more amped to do it. Whereas before, it was like you schedule it out and it's. It's weeks in advance before you'd even get a final result from whatever you're trying to do, and this is it's instant. You get your recording back within you know five minutes usually, and um, then you can repurpose it right after that, audio and the visual piece of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, amazing. Now, why don't we why don't we flip and kind of go to the other end of the spectrum then? So this is that uh, group that is not on Blab yet, you know, and uh, they're probably not doing Facebook videos, and Mm -hmm. they're. Uh, you know, maybe the brick and mortar base, maybe they're manufacturing base, you know, that type of thing. So they're not seeing um, all of the pluses of a strong digital mm-hmm. presence, but uh, they're, they're, they're wanting to explore a little bit more. What do you mm-hmm. say for that business that is, who says they're a newbie, you know, in the digital age? They've, they've obviously mm-hmm. got a website, but uh, let's let's just start there. They're, that's on the opposite end of the spectrum. They're, they're right. on the web.
2: Okay, so they're a newbie.
1: They're on the web. Yeah, yeah. What's what are they? We're not going to probably take them all Mm -hmm. the way to to blab right away. So, what Mm -hmm. what are some other foundations that they need to be thinking about?
2: So, uh, what I've been trying to get clients to get comfortable with video that it's not this YouTube production. So, unless it is on YouTube, (laughs) I should uh, say that because there is still this. You know, if it's on YouTube, it does need to be of a certain quality, a certain visual, a certain audio quality. But remember the days of flip camera, like, you know, this was like two years ago where the flip cam was out and everybody was using that flip video and that was acceptable on YouTube at that time and then we've evolved from there. Well, it's almost kind of went back that way with, I feel, with Facebook video. So I'm just trying to get them at least comfortable on Facebook video first with just their cell phone and us just shooting it, you know. Right with, their, with their, a cell phone and, and saying, what tip do you have? Let's just do a quick tip. And honestly, like a perfect example of this is um, working with a, a government grant project called Activate Allen County. And we've done a lot of high-quality video productions for them on on healthy initiatives in our community, right? And it takes days of planning and going out and shooting video a couple days and and then, you know, recording it and then editing it, going back and through through this, you know, back and forth process on what, what we want to change up. Well, I went there and there was new bike lanes that just opened up in Allen County. And I said, Hey, let's go outside your office. It's literally right outside your office. And let's just shoot a quick video. And I literally, I mean, the audio is horrible. Like it's outside on the road and I'm pulling out my cell phone and I'm just shooting the video as he's talking about the bike lanes in front of the office and how they work that video, if you go to their Facebook channel has three times the views organically and just on that video than any other of their videos that we've had high quality productions that we've embedded onto Facebook Uh because it was real time. It was right then and there and it was, it was relevant and it was just genuine. It was just shooting that video right there. No, no bells and whistles just, just straight up and, and they're getting results. So if we can get clients, I feel like comfortable with that and just being themselves first, then the other things I think will come from there where they can get comfortable with the other technology and the other pieces of video.
1: And you said you were there with him, right?
2: Yeah, I was okay. there. And I was yeah. like, let's do it. It was not planned. Yeah. It was just, this is new. Let's seize the moment and go out and do it. And it, yeah. And it worked. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but but isn't that what it's about somewhat? I mean, it, it's about yeah. trying to, uh, it's training that is is with them, you know, perhaps. I mean, some yeah. people, you can give them all the steps, but that's still, there's that barrier to, to doing to push. That push. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they need to push. They need to see like it's okay. And and sometimes it was showing examples like we had done it for a, a real estate uh company as well where the same thing. We're like, you got a new property out, let's don't wait for this high quality, you know, production. Which yes, that is nice to have on the website. You do want the nice virtual tour. But let's say, hey, we got an insider secret. This house just hit the market, you know, and did a couple quick videos um, of it right outside, and then uploaded those on Facebook, and it took off. Okay. Um, and it was a week or so ahead of the really nice production one. But because yeah. it was on Facebook, you know, it was accepted there. Um, and it, it just reminds me of those old flip videos. Like I said, you okay. can go back to those okay. days, but
1: no, I like that. I like that. I mean, cause we're, we're talking uh-huh. about this digital divide. They may not be ready, but that mm-hmm. that's a simple thing. Again, they're, they're carrying their smartphone with them. And, yep. uh, that's, that, that's where it starts today in, in terms of many digital pieces there. And then again, if you got it on your your phone, you can use it in multiple ways there. You can, uh, obviously, you post that to, to youtube post that to facebook uh there's multiple ways to use that same video and then obviously get it back to your website those types of things mm-hmm. but i, I like yeah, that just I, simple genuine uh, low-key and you saw the results from that
2: yes yeah and it was great because then once you see the results with one then you just show those results to another client and they're more amped they're like oh they're doing it. They're seeing the results, and then it's more of a win for them. They can they can see the win, I guess, or taste the win, yep. so they're they're wanting to go, then dive into it.
1: Excellent, excellent. All right, so now uh, I see Donna Gilliland, most training. You have joined us here. Donna, do you want to uh, click in one more time, and I'm going to bring you into the conversation. And uh, I also see Vicki. Vicki McLeod, you're out there from Victoria, British Columbia, and uh, – so, Vicki, if you're going to stick around a little bit, I want to get Donna on board here, but then maybe I'd like to bring Vicki in and maybe you can give us a little perspective, okay? So, uh, Donna, welcome. How are you doing today? Good, 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 good. All right. Donna, hey, um, so you know our topic here, the growing digital divide, and uh, you're kind of in the center of that because you're a trainer, and you're a right. trainer of digital technologies. Uh, Jessica and I have been talking about you know, how Blab is kind of you know, the leading edge. Not everybody's going to be on that. And you know we flipped back to what is somebody that's definitely the opposite of the leading edge. You know what? What are we trying to get them to do? And and uh, you know Jessica's talking about going out with them with that first you know smartphone camera video and, and taking that. And I, I you know thought that was great. I think I, I may need to do that. Just kind of go out with some of my clients at those spots and and show them. Uh, let's let's do this. So uh, how about yourself, Donna? Do you see this? Um, digital divide, and how are you helping those who are not on the leading edge?
3: Okay. So, well, the first answer uh, to that question is that I still see a huge digital divide, uh, even among uh, those who grew up with technology. There's this hesitancy to adopt. For example, Jessica was talking as I came in about the video piece, and I'm amazed at, well, I shouldn't say amazed. I I know it's difficult to go on camera, so there's a lot of different reasons why uh, people don't want to. But um, so I, I agree with Jessica that you have to take it one step at a time. So you've got to decide uh, which direction you want to take that person in because it's over it's overwhelming. It's a lot to take in. Um, so I still see that digital divide. So right now, one of the things I'm trying to do with customers is to help them adopt the video piece, to see the, the why, the value, and, and how to start, that you don't have to be, as Jessica said, uh, I don't have to have some uh, video that looks like it was on the news. Yeah. Uh, you can just start small and work from there. Okay, yeah.
1: And w- what do you see as well with uh, some of your clients who maybe that yeah, they, they have a website, that's that base starting point, mm-hmm. um, outside of video, When you're trying to help them take a look at their business in growing their digital presence, uh, what is another component that you're going to be quick to evaluate or bring to them?
3: Uh, You mean beyond the
1: website? Beyond the website and beyond a video, smartphone at this point. Uh, Okay, a smartphone, is that what you're asking me? No, just beyond those two, what is the next step that you would want to try to uh, have them be aware of to grow their business digitally?
3: Well, one of the things that I talk to people about beyond the website is that I still see people uh, who aren't doing anything with uh, uh, an email list, uh, getting people to subscribe to an email list. It's, I still see that across the board, the websites there, but there's no um, there's no work uh, toward getting a subscriber list. Um, as far as the digital uh, piece, um, you know, I try to encourage from the website piece to a social media piece. And I don't encourage them to jump on all channels because quite often uh, they're in class with me and they're uh, feeling overwhelmed because someone has said, well, you need to be on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You need to be on all platforms. So I try to help them evaluate exactly where their audience is and where that uh, first logical starting point is in using digital to have a wider, bigger voice uh, to reach their customer base. Yep. No,
1: baby I, step. Absolutely. And I think that uh, the, the email list is an important one. And uh, again, that coincides with their website. I mean, you know, down at the basics, I always talk about, uh, you know, is your website mobile friendly just because you, we're, we're switching there. I mean, mobile is the dominant uh, usage, the vantage point for people are accessing the internet today. And so they need to have a mobile responsive website. You got to start there. That's your, I talk about your website as your home base. Uh, You're right on. Then, then it's your email marketing. You have to be growing your list so you can communicate to those people. I mean, email is still uh, important to people. I mean, how many times have you checked it already today? I I, you don't even know many times. Absolutely, yes. So, growing that uh, email list is going to be significant. Mm -hmm. And and again, how do you do that? Well, you got to use that with your website and perhaps Mm -hmm. with social media. You know and so so I think we need to kind of walk people along this uh, this pathway, and obviously you guys are both very skilled at helping people understand where they should be online, you know, um, and social media. You don't have to be everywhere, Donna. You said that already, uh, you know, but someone – I, you always get that question, and I always say, you know, well, where should I be? And obviously you have to help them break it down to say, well, where is your audience spending time? You know, let's just talk to your current customers. Where are they at online? And – now, I'm going to say that in general, Facebook is going to be mm-hmm. one of those places just because there's so many people across all demographics. Facebook is spanning the demographics better than any other social media platform at this point in time. So there's going to be a good chance that they're on Facebook. Uh, now, the the only challenge with that is just because they're on Facebook doesn't mean you can necessarily reach them. Mm-hmm. Then you might have to get into a Facebook ad, which is another step in, in a learning mm-hmm. process. So that there's multiple things going on, isn't there? <laughs> multiple a lot of moving parts yeah a lot of moving parts all right uh let's see now so vicky if you're if you're out there and i I did say victoria you are maple ridge british columbia uh vicky if you're willing to come in i'm gonna just bring you in have you give a little bit from your perspective vicky mcleod from uh, uh as i said maple ridge british columbia business coach marketing communications consultant Join us, Vicki, and say hello to Jessica and Donna and everyone that's joining us today.
4: Hi. Uh, so speaking of readiness,
1: <laughs>
4: there you are. I'm in my PJs basically today
1: um,
4: on awesome. the West Coast. I've been podcasting this morning, and it's called The Pajama Podcast, but I saw your tweet, Mike, and I thought, yeah, why not? All right. Um, so again, talking about awesome. you guys, the topic is so awesome. It's a beautiful topic, and it's something I run into a lot with clients. I met you, Mike, in Victoria <laughs> at social media camp, and that's why you associate me with Victoria. It's just across the water. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I jumped on. I just threw on some lip gloss, Jessica. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> do my hair. No other makeup. Neither so cares, though. <laughs> this is Yeah. I have a little <laughs> bit of lighting. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well, no, I just think it's, there's so much wisdom in what you're saying. And I, I don't know really um, what you'd like me to contribute, Mike, but I did want to ask you a couple of questions, um, if that's okay.
1: Oh, let's dive in, yes.
4: Yeah. One is when you're talking about Facebook, because this is something, I work with a lot of micro businesses, small solopreneurs, a lot of women transitioning from workplace into their own business or from home into business. And I always advise them at least to get on Facebook as a minimum, because I just think it's so ubiquitous and I sort of use the example. I say it's kind of like the yellow pages. People are going to expect to find your business there, so you need to create a presence. Mm-hmm. But I've been kind of wondering, as you were talking about, like, is that something you guys would say? Yes, that's a good starting place okay. in terms of a social media platform for uh, a business. Or
1: you know, like I, I think it comes back to you always need to take a look at where are their customers spending time, um, yeah, yeah, and, and what social media networks would their their. Clients, where would customers, their customers audience. be? Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. going to be likely that Facebook is going to be one of those places. Just because well, that's what I was thinking it's so with strong. what you were just saying. Yeah, yeah it's so that it, it
4: crosses so demographically, it crosses, and I do feel like it's gotten to be that place where we now just go there. Like if I send someone an email and they don't respond to me as quickly as I think I'd like them to, I just pop them a message on Facebook, and they're there in thirty seconds. Yeah.
2: Do you have people that you, you know? only have their Facebook contacts to and not their actual email? I think Facebook I do, and it's quite weird. That. Yeah, and then it's
4: quite weird to ask because, you're, again, yeah. your point about email marketing, I think, Donna, you made that point, and I think that's, again, that's a really integral, like if you're building the basic suite of what do people need to use, but then to go you know, to go on to Facebook and then ask someone, you know, can I have your email address, or you know, it just sort of often feels a little strange. I want to share, though, a great experience I had with someone I met. Um, I met her in person first, very briefly. We became good friends on Facebook. She's from Connecticut and Florida, and I'm on the west coast of Canada, and we've been blabbing a little bit. We've been chatting a little bit. And so she Facebook messaged me and said, can I get your mailing address, my home address? And I thought, well, I said, well, I'm intrigued. But yeah, okay. And I thought, well, maybe she's going to send me a little card or a little note. We talked about um, the changing seasons and the fact that in Connecticut, there's a certain kind of apples you can get only there. So a FedEx box arrived on my doorstep yesterday with a bag full of apples from this orchard in Connecticut.
2: How cool is that?
4: (laughs) Like that to me is just such a powerful story. And this is a woman, when you talk about digital divide, very new to Blab, I invited her to come on one and and speak a little bit. And she was very grateful for the opportunity. And like, I just thought like this, yeah, it's that powerful piece, right, that we have.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: So the only thing, other thing I want to contribute, I don't want to hog up your guest spot here, but... You asked the question, Mike, about um, what do you, you, where do you, wh- where would you pour to point people beyond the video, the iPhones of website, and then we talked email lists and Facebook. Yeah. I always also talk to them a lot about, and you may have touched this in the beginning. I might have missed it, um, about kind of trying to find their voice in terms of content. Like, what is it that they're really wanting to communicate with people? What is it that they really think they can offer that's valuable to the community they want to serve? Mm-hmm. And then, how can they start to design? a kind of content model that they're comfortable with. Um, As much as I'm now getting more comfortable jumping on video, I like podcasting better. It just suits my nature more. It's more natural and easy for me, so I wanna give myself as many breaks as I can, you know? Um, So that would be just the other piece I would offer is like to help clients identify early on. What's your content voice? What's your medium? What's your message? Um, That's
2: very true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And then
4: start to play in the content and play, like, get comfortable Connecting with people online, commenting on blog posts, commenting on blabs—even if you don't want to go on screen, come into the chat, um, get on Twitter and tweet a little bit back and forth with people that you might want to meet. And, yeah. yeah, it's
1: a good point. No, yeah, I, yeah. particularly the content voice, uh, content voice, yeah. and, and just kind of breaking that down a little further because I think sometimes uh, people get get uh, stuck with um, how can I sell more product you know and, yeah, and i yeah. think that you have to get behind that and and to the to the problem to the concerns to the mm-hmm. information that someone is uh, t- wanting answered, answer trying to find way mm-hmm. before they're ready to purchase a product
4: yeah uh, yeah, know, yeah. it's like what problem are you solving for them what yeah. you know what dream are you empowering for them what pain are you relieving that they might be in and then what's your what's really you Like what is that con, what is that voice, that content? that is really aligned with who you are yep, absolutely. that then solves that problem, relieves that pain or empowers that dream for the other person. And and I think that's one edge that social media has brought us all to. Can we bring our insides out? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. can, can yeah. we? Are, how comfortable are we with it? And and then how does that link to our product or service? So yep. Hopefully it
1: does. It yep. Hopefully it aligns really well. But. And, and, and thank you for bringing some of that inside out, Vicki, to, today to us here. <laughs> yes, it might be. No, it might be and Jake. Yes. and, and just, just like that, um, I'm guaranteeing you two new friends in Jessica and Donna, okay? Because, yes, uh,
4: and I happily followed you guys, too. I clicked your little boxes, and it's great to see you both. And I know Mike is a wonderful man, and so I trust him yeah. pro- profoundly if he's bringing guests on. Yeah, Lovely you, to see thank you,
1: Mike. You very much. All right. Thank you very nice. much. Nice to meet okay. you. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. So, folks, if someone else has a question out there, I also want to be able to uh, kind of bring I'll oh, X myself in out. In our... <laughs> Guess spot. <laughs> all right.
2: She's so cute. What's the name of her podcast?
1: Uh, what would you say, the pajama podcast? Vicky, make sure you put that down there and yeah. send us a link to it uh, down yeah. below. So it's it's not self promoting. We're asking for it. All right. So you put
3: that in there. I, w- I
2: okay. wish I wish they looked like that. in My pajamas.
3: Yeah,
2: really. <laughs> I need in a breeze. minute. I'm like,
3: I'm just, yeah, I need I'm a whole lot more them. than lip gloss.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: right? Yeah. You look good.
1: They're great. All right, folks. So, if anybody else has any questions, you let us know. Uh, we are taking questions. We're going to open up the seat if you want to here. Uh, but let's just uh, let's keep going here with a little bit more. And so, you know, we, yeah, go ahead, Jesse. Can I play
2: something? Mike, um, going to inbound last week. I heard something. I heard you guys talking about Facebook, and you know, everybody's there, or at okay. least and for um, my for I'm my non
1: leading edge folks. Describe a little bit more what inbound is, okay?
2: Okay, so um, inbound is permission-based marketing. That's the easiest way to sum it up. I've tried all these other ways, and I'm just going to go with permission-based marketing. So um, inbound um, is... uh that is what inbound marketing is, formation-based marketing. It's earning that no, like, and trust relationship. And HubSpot sponsors, um, they have, HubSpot is an inbound marketing software company, and they sponsor a conference or host a conference once a year, and each year it's crazy. Um, in Boston, and this last week was their inbound marketing conference um, and 14,000 people in attendance. Ridiculously awesome. Um, But, When I was there, um, there was a pro blogger, and they talked about how they stopped using or not going to be using Facebook as much because they found, like, their audience wasn't there because they're a blogging platform, and they just – it was a matter of time for them. And they were saying, like, how they were going to be moving and using, like, more Twitter and just content pieces, which I get that. Um, So I just want to know, like, your thought. if you found anyone else that's just, like, no, I'd rather – full on go all the other way. Cause I was just really taken back by that. Like I, I love Twitter. Twitter's my favorite LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn and Facebook. They're kind of like children. I love them all the same, but, um, you know, I gravitate more to Twitter now, I think than anything else. But, um, have you found anyone else like that? I Where they're just you know, like I haven't,
0: I haven't I, Isn't that weird I, I, <laughs> I, I, I
1: have seen that uh, you know pro blogger put a blog post out about that you know and it got some information yeah. things like that you know but I, I wonder if it's just very think... very specific to who they try to yeah. reach you know they're, they're trying to reach that's that true. professional blogger I mean that that's a that's a small niche there which yeah yeah
2: I was trying to wrap my head around it and I was like you know me when things don't make sense I have to like make sense of it before <laughs> I can absorb it you know so i uh i was thinking i was like maybe it's because that with for their audience and we have some other clients like this where when people are on facebook they're like laid back and they're they're hanging out and they very much have like their friend family hat on you know not so much their work hat and yeah. in many aspects so maybe it's because they need more people that have that work hat and that mentality when they're on the social network or something. Okay. Um, it was reason why they're investing their time somewhere else. That's the only thing I can make sense of, but, um, or maybe they're just going, you know, everyone else is going left and they're like, we're going here. Cause it'll make us stand out. I don't know. I respect what they do. So I don't know, but it was, it was very interesting to me. I just wondered
1: if you, guys wondered if you guys have heard anything about like that Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard of them doing that, but, um, it seems like you know very very unique uh, in my mind, mm-hmm. and just with the the trends. I mean, I, I was just going through some statistics again on Facebook's growth, and just just amazing. Uh, not only the users, but the active users, and yes. then the yeah. uh, mobile daily active users, and then those that are doing the the add-ons. When you take a look at the Facebook mm-hmm. Messenger app. And you take a look at the Instagram app, and if you put WhatsApp within that internationally type thing, just that that combination package just uh, is is amazing there. And uh, that you know that's something that we really didn't talk about today is we're we're kind of talking on a uh, more U- U.S., Canadian, uh, U.K. type basis where technology is you know prevalent already, but uh, for you know other nations. I was in uh, Honduras here in the spring, and and so you know completely different perspective. You want to talk about digital divide there, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but they're still using the Facebook app and the and WhatsApp, which is owned by Facebook. You know, so right. those were two different pieces of technology. Uh, but it's but it's very different there, and and but the, the you know moving forward for them was uh, again just the next step in their website development their list building so some things that Donna already talked about there uh so yeah just very interesting you, you need to be aware of all mm-hmm. the uh, you know different perspectives and is it are you uh, you know US Canadian UK type based or are are we talking a developing nation status what's going to be helpful for you and your business there and who are you trying to reach people you know in your country trying to reach people you know in your city trying to reach people nationally internationally as well
2: that's a good point
1: yeah yeah okay so vicky has let me just say those out loud here for the audience that's just listening so vicky who is with us you can find her at the mindful dot com and uh, selfdiscoveryradio.com Let's see, she's got a link in there, SC Everyday Happiness. I'm going to put that one in there. Like and then Main Street CA. So I'm going to mention those. I will have oh. those in the blog post as well. So that was uh, very nice. If they could follow up with that, I'd appreciate that. Um, how, how about you guys? Have you ex- used WhatsApp at all?
3: I haven't. Okay. I haven't. No. All
1: right. So I did it just because I explore that type of thing. And, uh, but when I went to Honduras, I found it was actually helpful because there's a widespread use there. So they were, they were using text, the Facebook app and WhatsApp, and they have, you know, we have less internet connections there. And so they're, you're always looking for alternatives. That's, that's why Facebook is invested in some, uh, lightweight Facebook, uh, technology f- so that their app can be used just, just on data and, and, in a, in a lightweight fashion. But, um. Uh, you know that's that, again, to me, that's another reason why you just do not ignore Facebook. So Facebook, uh, it's yeah. it's that's yep. they're being leading edge in giving access to everyone. So you know that's uh, mm-hmm. Facebook is not like Blab and it's you know and it's brand new. It's been around for a while, but right. it's got so many um, uh, tools and and pieces that are still evolving with it. And, yeah, the and, messenger yeah, app is so huge. I'm, I'm obviously a Facebook fan, but not, I'm yeah. just even yeah. even if I I don't know I can't say even if I didn't enjoy because I I can't imagine that world. But uh, um, b- but they're just doing innovative things which are keeping them at mm-hmm. the forefront and that can help businesses. Did you see the? input about their integration with Shopify now that they're it's starting huge. to test.
2: It's huge. That's going to be huge. I love it. I
1: wish I was Shopify. Oh,
2: I know. I'm like, ah, it's like the .dot .com. You're like, ah, mm-hmm. I missed it. But I love what Vicky said too when she was, and like, that people expect to find you you. Like on, you know, if you're on Yellow Pages, they they expect to find you there. And, and it's so true. Okay. Like if you can't, if you're going to, um, you know, and trying to find a place and want to know if they're open or not, I don't even go to their website. I go to Facebook and see uh, and, and look for their phone number and, and all of that there. So, I mean, that's a that's a good point. I mean, I think businesses need to be there and, and take it serious. Yeah.
1: Yep, yep. Now, I mean, what do you think about my perspective on uh, you, you, you need to have that presence um, so that way you're discoverable so somebody's on Facebook and they can search for you, mm-hmm. but if you really want to – Reach your target audience. You can't just sit back. And the best way not to sit back, but to reach them, is going to be through Facebook ads of some sort. You know, whether it's a um, a lookalike audience, and you know that's where you can upload maybe your existing client email list and say to Facebook, "Give me an audience that looks like this." They try to match demographics, um, or else you can do that on targeting yourself by you know reaching down into if you're a regionally focused uh, business, then you can narrow down to your region, you can narrow down to interest, you can narrow down to education, you can narrow down to uh, job title roles, all those types of things to get in front of those people that way. I mean, that, that's just a, a phenomenal way of doing business. I mean, you, you just it's not a shotgun approach, but it's narrowing down. I want to be in front of these people with a message. Now you have to have something to say and you need to be able to direct them somewhere, but it's there. Uh, and but I, you don't have so, to have a
2: huge budget either. Like, it's, no. I mean, Why? you can a dollar a day and it goes a long way.
3: So Yep, yep. 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 I was in um, Nashville in August for FB Boost in Nashville. Yep. And they, the focus was huge on the ads piece, as you might imagine. Um, but there were two main pieces there, and that was the Facebook ads, the various types. And then there was the email piece. So MailChimp was taking the stage with with huge information, you know, helpful information. And then, of course, Facebook with the ads. And so the integration of those two things. And while I'm in the Facebook world and but not probably as deep dive as Mike is, who's just Facebook mania, um, the master uh, is that I um, saw all these different type ads. Like you said, the lookalike audience, I knew about that, but I didn't know the in-depth pieces of it until Facebook took the stage to explain to all of us who are small businesses, everyone who was there, all these variations and types of ads that you can use to target and reach your audience. So Facebook is a giant, like you said. And then like you said, Mike, Facebook has all these extra power tools. So it's not just one tool. We have all these... uh, these uh, add-ons we can put on our drill, if you will, to drill down into finding the audiences that we need through those, those ads. So they have, I mean, Facebook has lots of business power tools for us. You can't ignore that. Yep.
2: Do yep. you think that, um, and this is for either one of you, do you think that because Facebook rolled out the mentions in the live streaming just to, you know, the mentions group, that that's going to slow down some of their streaming video that they're trying to Two because of like Blab and Periscope and Meerkat. I mean, do you think it's going to hurt them at the end of the day? What's your prediction?
1: Just because they're not uh, first first in line with something like that, I I think that I I don't think it will. Just because again Mm -hmm. of the volume of people that use Facebook, Mm -hmm. so so just that that sheer mass number. Mm -hmm. uh, Once they come around with something of value and put it out there. Uh, they Adopt it. Yeah. People
2: because they're so it. comfortable probably there too already. Yeah. That's already like their, their comfort zone. So it's like, we'll just wait for things to come here.
3: Yeah. I mean, sense. Facebook being the comfort zone. Is that what you mean, Jessica? Yeah. 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 I
2: feel like people and, feel um, comfortable
3: there. I think that that's another reason why that some people will start with Facebook first. Isn't necessarily that they're educated to any one uh, social channel, perhaps but their comfort zone begins there for many because, as you said, Jessica, they're already there with family and friends, and they adopted it at that level first. So they feel like they, the comfort's there. Maybe they could mm-hmm. transition into this one a little easier. That might be the right. thinking, whether the transition's easy or not. We all know that that's not such an easy transition. Mm-hmm. At the business side, there's a lot to know. But I think that is a reason among many that people will adopt Facebook first. And they haven't had any other social channel um, usage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Hey, well, my time's winding down here. So I want to thank you guys for taking the time out to be with me today. And this is what I like about Blab. It's that, you know, I put a topic out there and I just loosely framed it. But I couldn't have said this is where we were going to go with the conversation. (laughs) You know, the conversation led itself. And, you know, that's how we wove ourselves in and, and, you know, where we came out. So, uh, very valuable time. I appreciate it very much, you guys making this time available and uh, bringing your input
3: and knowledge to the table. I love coming here because I learn from you, too. It's like when I get yeah, an invitation from Mike, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, Jessica, Mike. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm in.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, you, know what, you know what I like is that I can uh, make that segue to introduce you to somebody like Vicki, you know? so you know, oh, she's so great. Yeah. People that we great. meet along the way. Love it. I know that uh, I connect with Donna, I can connect with Jessica's, and I can connect with Vicky, and so they're going to connect with Vicki, and so you, you make those pieces happen. So that's fun.
2: Love it. And Love
1: it. All right, so. Good seeing you guys. With yeah. that, we're going to wrap up too. this nice Halftime Mike livecast. All right? You guys right. take care and have a great rest of your day. See ya.
2: See ya.
0: Thanks for listening to the Halftime Mike podcast with Mike Gingrich. Remember, what you do in the second half can change the outcome of the game. Does your business need resourcing, tools, and social media consulting? Then visit MikeGingrich.com. Want to have Mike speak at your next event? Visit MikeGingrich.com slash speaking. Join us again for another episode of Halftime Mike, your no-nonsense guide to victory on the court of life.